This is a Skeptic Frogs production. Fire. Air. Water. Earth. Eight years have passed since the Avatar's untimely end, with fear that the Avatar line may have ended, and with withering hope for the White Lotus to continue holding peace, the search for the next Avatar hastily begins. Welcome back to Dice Benders, everybody. Now, for you listeners out there, it has not been long. It has only been a week. Uh, for us, it's been closer to a month since our last recording. Um, so, I don't think we're rusty. Do you guys think we'll be rusty at all? Uh, maybe. A little bit? Yes. Maybe a little. I'm a little bit, like, rusted from all the iron and oxygen, you know. What's my character's name again? Uh, I think Jagerbomb. it was Tisha. Oh, yes. I thought I was young. I thought your name was, like, Absinthe or something. Uh, Mike Tyson? Oh, yeah, that's it. Or is it Meek Tosin's? Lithin. Lithium? <laughs> so, uh, let's give ourselves a little recap. Uh, from the last time. Does anybody want to do that, or should I? I didn't take adequate notes, so I think you probably should, or someone else should. You got it, Frog. Do it. Oh, come on. Do I it, Frog. I, I haven't I heard y'all do it yet. Oh, okay. okay. So, we were flying back with the uh, tea shop owner man. Yang tried to drop off the bison, and we killed him but then brought him back. Wait, what? Yeah, you don't oh, remember no. that? Like, we were on the bison, like, giving, like, the oh, bartender no, guy a ride? You're talking about what <laughs> was supposed to just be a final uh, send-off off recording oh. that turned into oh. an entire thing about why Yang is not here. Um, oh, let me, uh, I might have it then. Okay. I yeah, might for, have it. For the listeners, we did do a little, um, it was unrecorded. It was just this little uh, session that we did together that kind of got us back into the groove a little bit for last week. And uh, Yang dropped some big news on us, uh, you know, due to some recent surgeries that he's been having. He's not able to join us for a while. So, um, you know, much love to Yangy boy. Uh, here's to a swift recovery but also a uh, full recovery. I can't find the notes. <laughs> it's okay. So what happened? It's okay. What happened in our last recording, Kevin was off on his own, made your way back to the inn. From this point on, it was not in recording. So we shall go from there. You guys made your way back to the inn. We're able to relax, have a few drinks, some of you, and others being the more parental figure. Uh, Yang went off into the uh, into the little barn, the stable area that Iroh was in, uh, where he was not seen for the rest of the night. You guys wake up. Two of you, at least, had had some major drinkage, where... 
Uh, Jaeger, you are still feeling a bit of a hungover effect from it, Taro. You're feeling a little bit, but not as bad anymore. Um, Kevin, you didn't drink, so you are fine. Jaeger, you wake up on the toilet seat of uh, the inn that's on the outskirts of town that Jensen and Tifa live at. Uh, Kevin, you woke up. You made sure that Jaeger was still alive, I guess? I don't know what you did. But you made your way down to see where everybody else was. Uh, finding Yang's white lotus sash resting on the ground. Pick it up and decide to keep it with you. After everybody woke up, everybody went down, had a nice meal with Jensen and Tifa to where uh, everybody was basically saying their goodbyes. With no Iro and therefore no flying, you made your way over to the train station, bringing you to Omashu, the closest station to the White Lotus School. Upon getting there, you were able to contact somebody from the school, and you met up with a White Lotus sentry who could drive you guys back to the White Lotus. Now, on your ride down the mountain, heading towards the White Lotus School, you see it it almost seems to be glistening in the sun, but that could just be your eyes playing tricks on you. But it does feel refreshing to be out of Beilong and back to the White Lotus School. Taro, you've been there for the last two, maybe even three years. It was good to be out, but at the same time, it feels just as good to be home. Jaeger and Kevin, you guys have only been here for a very short amount of time. But any place is better than Beilong right now. Is there anything going on in your guys' mind as you end up driving towards the gates of the White Lotus School? I hope Yang is okay. I'm thinking okay. we're going to get a massive ass chewing. Taro is um, super anxious about disappointing Torque. And so in her brain, she's just like he's going to kill me or ground me or something and blah, 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 blah. All this is running in your guys' heads as you make your way into the gates uh, after getting out of the car and grabbing what little stuff you guys had with you. It really wasn't much because what you had on your backs is kind of what you carried. You guys walk into the courtyard and find Vana, Joe, and Sean standing there. It seems quiet, eerily quiet in the morning. Well, th at this point now it would be midday, but it's still quite quiet in the courtyard, where normally there would be teachers uh, practicing with some students about certain bending techniques and the like. But you just see the three of them standing there, waiting for your arrival as you guys walk in. Jaeger, your eyes kind of gravitate to... Sh each one of you, actually your eyes gravitate to your teachers. However, Taro, you don't see Torque. So what are you? Are you looking around? Uh, are you asking yourself, hey, where is Torque? Or are you just grateful that he's not there right that moment? I think she's um, a bit of a mixed emotion that like, oh, I'm glad that he's not here right now because then I have more time to mentally prepare myself, but also, she kind of wanted to get it over with. So she's like, well, where is he now? Okay. 
And as the three of you walk up, Vanna runs straight over to Kevin, and she goes, Kevin, Kevin, I am so glad that you're okay. Is everybody okay? And she gives you a hug, which she is not much of a hugger. It takes a lot for her to hug somebody. You either have to have a long history or, you know, it just is the right moment. She gives you a hug and holds you by the shoulders and is like inspecting you the way a mother would a child uh, after being outside for a long time. And then looks at the, uh, the two of you and looks back over at you, Kevin, and just continues to inspect you. Uh, Sean walks up to you, Jaeger, looks at you with his very cold eyes, his, his fiery cold eyes, and just says, I need to have a word with you, and walks off, expecting you to follow. Go. I do that. Oh. <laughs> you, you, you just follow him? Yes. Okay. You are led outside of the gates heading south, so you've got your you've got the ocean side to your east and then just the plains to the west as you guys are just kinda of walking. You don't walk too far, but you guys are walking out of the school. Go just stands in the background watching the events of the three of you with your interactions. Uh, with her hands behind her back, just kind of scanning the scene. She eventually looks over at you, Taro, to where you're, you know, you don't have your teacher there. But Vanna is is finally done inspecting you, Kevin, and she goes, So what what exactly happened? Are you guys okay? We're fine. Oh, we rescued the people that went missing, but now that Ludini is responsible for it. Um the spirit, the spirit total is returned back to its island, so the spirit is at peace. Yang uh, left uh, to find inner peace with himself, and we head back here. He left oh, before his We don't know where he went. He just went off in the middle of the night, like a dramatic little boy. And uh, when you guys mention Yang, Go to you. He, uh, the two of you kind of instinctually glance over at Go, and she doesn't seem to have any reaction to uh, you guys saying that he's just gone. Um, and Vana is just nodding the whole time, though listening, and she goes, y "Yeah, we um, we spoke with the president, like you were talking about, uh, to freeze his assets. That was a good idea, Kevin." Uh, we were able to successfully do that. As for where he is, though, we we don't know. He's got so many places that he can go. So uh, hopefully we'll catch him. But at for the very moment, there's there's nothing that he can really do right now. You'd be surprised. And also, he had blood binders in his ranks, so heaven only knows what he can do now. You see, Vana's soul just drops when you say that and she goes yeah i thought after they made that a forbidden technique there wouldn't be anyone else to do it but and she just kind of looks down and like is very slightly shaking before she correct and she like fixes herself and looks over at you taro and she goes oh um uh torque was wanting to see you and well 
all of us actually in the conference room. He's he's waiting there for you now. Oh, that's where he is. Okay. Reddit. <laughs> I was bound to die at some point, so here we go. Yeah. Uh, should we go fetch uh, Jaeger before we go in? I'm sure he'll meet us there. He's with Shang right now. Yeah, Go speaks up and she goes, If there is one thing I know about Shang, it's that he is never late, especially when it's something important. And Go looks over at you, Taro, and she goes, Do you mind if you and I walk together while we get to the conference room? Me? She just nods. Uh... Sure. I do that. Okay. Yeah. She turns. She turns around. The two of you head off. You kind of slightly behind because you're like, uh, "Why me?" Um, and Vana continues to talk with you, Kevin, explaining like how, like just listening to the story as you guys kind of start walking off. Um, a few minutes behind, uh, go and. Uh, Taro. Meanwhile, with Jaeger, you guys eventually stop, and you guys are on the edges of the ocean's cliffside, over by where the school is. Shang just stands out, looking towards the ocean. You standing there, you feel the ocean breeze on your skin. Uh, it's a familiar feeling to where the Fire Nation White Lotus School is on Roku's Island. Uh, you got the same oceany breeze there as you do here, so it does feel a bit like home on that front. Shang eventually, eventually opens his eyes after feeling the breeze himself, and without turning to look at you, he says, I want to hear it from you. What happened? We arrived in Baylong. We got an in, then proceeded our investigation, proceeded with our investigation. We eventually discovered the tea shop. You remember, you remember the man I saved back in Omashu? Yes. He was there. He owned that shop. So that in turn became our base of operations. But then I was walking there to rendezvous when I was attacked by two members of my old clan. I defended myself and I managed to neutralize both of them, which got some police attention on myself. We then decided to split up where I would investigate the factory and Taro and Kevin would investigate Ludini at his party. And then, man, out of character. It's kind of hard for me to recap though generally, so forgive me. No, you're fine. Okay, back in character. Um, we, Yang and I, made it to the factory. They said we couldn't search without a warrant, so Yang went to go grab it. I noticed that the axe, my axe, was inside the base. I went in there to grab it. Then Iroh flew off 
then came back and got me. And then later on in the night, we all rendezvous together after finding Kevin again and found out that Tara was at the factory. We all went back to the factory where Ludini spawned some spirit demon thing, which we went in, we saved Taro. I managed to neutralize two more people at that event and we got the statue back. And then we came back here. You see the entire time Shang hasn't moved. He's just stood there very calmly breathing, listening to everything. There's a long pause uh, between your last words and his next. But he does finally say, are there any members of the clan still there? I don't know. But they know that I'm alive. These two... You said it was two, correct? Yes. Did they recognize you? And did you recognize them? I only recognized one. Karn. And you, you don't really get a reaction out of Shang, uh, almost as though he doesn't know who Sh uh, who Karn was. Um, but he just nods to the generalization, or like the generalizing of what you said. And he, he thinks for a moment, and he goes, If you did not recognize one, that means they are growing in numbers again. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Now, my question for you, and he finally turns to look at you. Did you consider neutralizing them in a non-lethal manner? Not them, no. Let me see, he just kind of looks at you for a moment. And he goes, There's one thing I've always tried to teach you. It is restraint and control. It seems I have failed you on that front. He looks back out to the ocean and he goes, I am aware that the police in that city were corrupt. Ultimately, your decision to rid the world of those two could have been the right one. However, since you did not know that at the time, I cannot help but feel like you killed out of the pure rage. Is this correct? That's right. Then tell me, with those two gone, once they're discovered missing, do you think the Suture clan is going to take it out on the civilians in that city? I'm not sure. Do you think that the people of the city are safe because of your actions? But we we did save them, though. You saved them and also caused more trouble. 
there's a balance. There was no real need to end their lives. Whether or not the police were corrupt with the Suture clan, at the very least, the target would not be on the people's backs. It would be on the White Lotus. That is something we can handle. It's the people? And he looks back at you again. Cannot. But wouldn't the searcher, wouldn't the clan eventually find out that it was White Lotus? That is the point. For now, they can only go off of thinking that it was the people in the city. And it is much easier to get revenge on the defenseless. They are going to choose the path of least resistance. And this is why I have tried to show you restraint. Ultimately, it could have been a better decision to do what you have done. The lack of considering it, it put more people's lives in danger. And he begins to walk towards you, uh, stops at your side where you're facing where he was, and he's facing the school again. And he goes, I am disappointed. Not in you as much as in my teachings. I thought I've done better teaching you restraint. For the greater good of the people. But in front of them, and he kind of gestures his head over to the school. I am not going to scold you. My job is to not make them feel better about my teachings. My job is between you and me. And he begins to walk off to the school, and as he's walking away, he goes, Meet us in the conference room once you are ready. Jaeger would just be dead silent. Okay, and at that point, we'll switch back over to... Let's do Taro and Go. Uh, you guys are walking over to the conference room. You guys head inside the school, up the stairs, heading uh, towards the... What was it? The northern wing. Uh, the whole time, Go doesn't say a word. So it, to you, almost feels like an awkward silence just walking. She requested to walk with you and hasn't said a single thing. So, uh, I, I guess I'm sorry that Dang didn't come back with us. Go finally speaks, and she goes, Oh, it is quite all right. To be entirely honest with you, I knew that was the next step that he would have to take. You knew he was going to abandon us? I was trying to get him to open up and to trust you. However, one cannot trust others until they can trust themselves. And so that is what he is doing. Learning how to trust himself? Yes. He's learning how to understand himself. Yang... <sighs> Yang is... different from any of the kids in the Southern Air Temple. How so? Do you know much of his past? Um... 
No, I mean, I just know that he has very strict morals that have suddenly been uh, torn apart right in front of him. That's about it. Mm -hmm. Well, it is not my business to say, so instead I will just tell you this. His morals were built off of something he discovered of his past and his heritage. He is only trying to come to terms with the expectations he has within himself. Help better understand the expectations that others may have of him. Okay, I can I can get that, I guess. And she just kind of glances over at you when you say that. And she very, very quickly and it's just a little bit of a smirk before she goes back to a straight face and looks forward again. And she goes, time will tell if we all discover ourselves, I guess. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, nodding and kind of squinting at her, like, what do you mean by that? Do you want to make a roll or anything? Um, sure. Can I do, like, insight or something like that? Yeah, you could do that. Okay. Do I... I'm not drunk anymore, right? No. <laughs> okay, no, great. None of you are drunk. Like, Thank Jaeger's you. maybe a little hungover, and you've got a little bit of hungover, too, but it's not it's not enough to affect anything anymore. Alright, I got a six, so I probably know nothing. You didn't, yeah, you didn't yeah. catch any of it. It just seemed like it, it just went right over your head when she said it. Okay. But she eventually stops, and it kind of, like, surprises you just a little bit, and she just goes, We are here. And she gestures over to the door, and she goes, Torque said that she would like to see you before we all enter. Okay, quick question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how mad is he going to be at me? Do you know? She just kind of looks at you and looks at the door and says, Well, the best way to find out is to go in. <sighs> okay, thanks for the pep talk. That was really good. And she's going to just open the door and go in. Okay. Uh, following just behind them was Kevin and Vana. Is there anything that you want to talk to her about? I want to talk to her about what's going to happen to the town. Okay. Um, she's just kind of walking with you and then you ask her about that. And she just kind of uh, sighs a little bit and and uh, is like, uh, well, we we don't really know. Uh, you guys did quite a number on the the police station there, and the basically the whole like hierarchy of of the city. So uh, we're gonna have to bring some sentries out there just to kind of keep the peace for a while until we can figure out how what to do. The reason I asked because pretty much Kundini was, uh, he brought that town back to life at the at the factory shut down. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, we haven't we haven't discussed it too much because we were just waiting for you guys to get back first. Um, 
And one more question. How mad is Tor? Yeah, roll me a persuasion check. Okay. Persuasion. This is a plus zero. Ten! Okay. <laughs> uh, Vana just kind of looks around and just goes, Um, well, he's not happy, I can tell you that. We're dead. We are so dead. I think you guys will be okay. Um, after all, especially with, with Sean going to be there, it's... Honestly, the hardest problem is just going to be keeping the peace uh, between you guys while everyone's talking to Torque. Okay. But you guys get there. You see Go is standing there by the door. Uh, Jaeger actually walks up to Shang. Uh, still hasn't appeared just yet. Uh, Jaeger got there before he did somehow. And uh, you are all four of you just kind of standing outside the door. And inside, Taro, you walk in, you see this, the very similar room design that you guys saw before leaving uh, for Baylong. You see the giant uh, stone map of the world in this big rounded table in the center of the room. You see the, the flags of each of the nations hanging on uh, the wall facing the door and to the left... Yeah, to the left you see windows facing where Omashu would be. Um, and you see Torque is just sitting in the same spot that he was when he gave you guys the briefing uh, for your mission. And he's just kind of looking at the map. Uh, and at the same time, not really looking at anything. The door shuts and he eventually uh, looks up and looks back down and does a double take, realizing that it's you. And he goes... Taro, you... And he, he gets back up and he starts walking over. I'm not and dead. And he goes, Yeah, I can see that, unless this is the spirit world. I hope not. That would suck. Yeah, I, I've got a lot I want to do, too. <laughs> yeah. Me, too. Our, and he, he just kind of looks at you and, like, squints his eyes, kind of uh, furrows his brows a little and he just goes uh, are you okay did you need to do anything um I mean besides blood bend me well I mean he didn't do the blood bending but he made someone do the blood bending no I'm I'm pretty cool I got a gun and she pulls out her gun and he's like oh uh nice <laughs> thanks yeah, that looks like a, a flintlock. You don't see too many of those these days. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at what Jaeger just said. <laughs> yeah, in, in the text in the text chat, Jaeger just put Jaeger ducks. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot of people that have guns, and so yeah, it's a cool gun. Yeah, they get a lot more common closer to Republic City nowadays. <laughs> but, uh, I've never been. Yeah, well, I, I've only been a few times myself. Uh, and he just kind of... He seems a little bit just out of his element at the moment. And he just goes, 
listen, you know, it, uh, and then he just like pats you on the shoulder really hard and he's like, glad to know you're okay. Uh, yeah, glad to know that you are glad I'm okay. And she thumbs up. He and finger guns. I like dramatically look like I've been shot. Like, <sighs> yeah, he just kind of normally he would play along to it, but you see, he's just not all there at the moment, and he's just kind of still standing there before he's like, uh, "So, is everybody else out there?" Uh, yeah, except for the Airbender dude, Yang. Oh, the sensitive kid. Don't know where he went. He's off on his own little adventure, I guess. Yeah, I was wondering if that was going to happen. Go was making some comment about it, but it's always hard to tell what she's talking about. Yeah, I mean... I didn't really put it past him to be leaving, so... I guess we need a replacement, right? Uh, that's something that we, we can discuss another time. We gotta get you guys in here and he kind of turns around and like gestures for you to open the door um she turns to go towards the door and right before she opens it she um looks back at him and she's like is there something you want to talk about uh he he sits down uh, as you're saying that and he's just like Ugh. um well, there is one thing. Just keep in mind uh, when everybody else is in here, you know, being the dean, I have to keep a front about like the seriousness of the situation. So right. I'm going to be harsh. Uh, but honestly, it's just good to know that you guys are okay. Uh, Shang, Vana, Go, we all talked. Uh yeah, and that's kind of all he says about it. Okay. Um, oh, and I don't know if it was obvious, but I didn't get his autograph. Sorry. Oh, man, that was the whole reason I wanted you back. And he smiles. I know, I'm such a disappointment. And she goes to open the door. <laughs> and she winks at him. He just kind of watches you open the door. So the door opens for your, uh, Kevin and Jaeger. You guys see it open. Taro kind of like peeks her head out. And Go just looks at her and goes, knock, knock. Enter. And Go walks in. Um, Vana walks in. Kevin walks in. Okay. And Jaeger, you haven't seen Shang yet. So, how, how are you feeling? Are you walking in, too? Or are you just kind of, like, waiting for Shang? I'm going to walk in, too. Okay. Do the firing and whatnot. Okay. You guys head on inside. Y'all sit down in whichever spots you guys felt like. Um, there's enough space to sit. And Torque just kind of scans the room. Uh realizes that there's two people missing instead of the one that he was expecting but he continues uh, well he starts and he goes okay now look i'm glad all of you are okay and that's awesome 
But the fact is, it was just a simple recon mission, and you guys destroyed the entire culture of that city. So, is there anything anybody wants to say about that? We went and looked around. We checked out the factories that were looking kind of creeping. Uh, same thing, uh, well, we were looking at the factory, like there was something going on around the bottom of the factory. Noticing uh, the totem that was at the, on the island missing. And we're trying to figure out as much information as possible so Team B can get uh, get there. We're Team B. I mean, I thought Team I thought I thought Team B was supposed to come in and take the information that we were doing and go and finish off. No, you guys are Team Two B. I mean, and he he stops for a second. And is like, I mean, that's besides the point. Whatever your team name is, whatever. Like, you guys can pick your name. I don't really care. But the fact is, if you felt like there was enough problems going on underground in the factory, that's enough information for us to bring another team out there. I didn't talk to our class. How are you the one talking? Well, I, I was the last one talking to him, but this is the information, uh, information we got. Uh, we all got to get it. And Tar, do you have anything else you want to say? Or Jaeger? I mean, Ludini basically targeted us as soon as he found out we were there, so... It's not like we could have left. I don't think he would have let us leave anyways. What is he gonna do? Stop a flying bison? I and mean, at the time, he... you guys had, uh, 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 and Go finally is like, Yang? He's like, yeah, uh, you guys had Yang with you guys at the time, so... I, I mean, he's I not the most reliable. He was barely there the whole time. Let's just say, um, Yang had some issues. Mm. And he just kind of starts rubbing his chin. And Vaughn is like, well, the, the important thing is to know that everything worked out fine, you know, our members are safe. The, you know, the city's gonna be okay after we send out our sentries. Like, at the end of the day, the totem was taken care of. You know, a lot happened. They did a, I think they did a pretty good job. And they all, well, at least these three are safe. And, uh, Jaeger, roll me a perception check. Okay. Oh, no. Hang on. I got a 16. Okay. You don't know exactly when, but at this point you glance over and you see Shang is sitting there with the fire ring around him. What? <laughs> Yo, what the <laughs> Sorry. Like, um, honestly, he rolled a damn good stealth check, so... <laughs> damn, yeah, okay. That's, that's, why, that's why you don't know when he got there, but he's there now. And um, after Vana says what she does, uh, Torque is like, Oh, I mean, yeah, these guys are safe, but we have no idea how to fix what went on at that city right now. Shang says, That is for another day. 
We are not here to discuss the city's well-being. We are here to discuss the situation with our students. Go nods. And she says, I personally think that these... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? When y'all say ninja, I pulled this up in glyphs and it, it just looks so cute. Uh, yeah. It, it's a little kid doing a backflip and being like all ninja like. That was um Taro approximately two years after she came out of the womb. Just about. <laughs> That's interesting. Are they in a Kill Bill suit too? Yeah. That's uh, oh my the Kill God. Bill suit is actually based off of Bruce Lee. Is it really? Yeah, wow. Bruce Lee was the first one to wear that uh yellow and black tracksuit. That's really interesting. Wow. I keep okay. I need to not look at this All kid. Right. Yeah, let's let's. I'm gonna scroll <laughs> up so I don't look at it anymore. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Go um, speaks up and she goes, "I personally think that the team did a well, a uh, pretty good job. The city may have some situations going on, but the ultimate goal was to get the intel to fix." the current situations, and although new problems have been added, they solved the problem that they were called to solve. And Sean just nods to that. Um, Vana looks directly at Torque to see his reaction. Not to mention there are corruptions in the police department, left vendors under Houdini um, control. So yeah. This city really do have problems. What city doesn't have its problems? <laughs> Torque just kind of smirks to that, and he just nods. And he goes, Well, alright then, what do you guys suppose we do, huh? And the uh, the teachers kind of look at each other and then look over at, the, at you guys, uh, waiting to see what you guys may think. Hey, Kevin had a good idea about bringing his dad's company in there to, like, revitalize it or something. Hey, Kevin, go talk about that. Well, due to the fact this city does have a river, and my dad does hydroelectricity, this would be a good opportunity, one, to have a good uh, factory to come in and pretty much take over the old factory, make it nice and green, so the spirits can be happy and the people can be happy. The people have work. The spirits don't have to worry about pollution. And and so there could be jobs. And two, it's freezing Ludini assets. So he can't have, uh, so don't have too much uh, to limit it, uh, what he can do at, at the meantime. And you see Torque just kind of nods and Vana um, kind of like gestures over to you and mouths. Like, that's a good idea. Um, Go and Sean kind of look at each other. Uh, if anyone wants to give an insight as to, like, what they may be thinking to each other. Um, I'll give it a try. Okay. I got a three, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're just looking at each other to you. I got a 13. I got a 19 plus three, so it's 22. All right. Yeah, Jaeger... Um, they have some kind of reaction to it, to that idea, which is interesting. Kevin, there's something that they're not saying. 
especially when you brought up your dad's company. Um, but Torque eventually goes, well, uh, that could work. They would just need to fix that factory back up and get it up to running because, you know, having an empty building out there is, uh, you know, might as well repair it to use it rather than build something else. You know what I mean? It wasn't that empty when we got there, but, I mean, we did kind of tear it up. Haha. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Well, considering you got a spirit that was shooting death rays, I think the spirit probably did much more wrecking than we would ever do. Yeah, that spirit killed someone in one hit. I don't like that. One person. And Go, Go just nods and she, um, and she just kind of like mutters under her breath, Zahar. So, Zahar was happy that we got the statue back. The spirit was looking very pleased and once, once we got the statue back, thanks to, um, Taro's awesome earth bending. Well, and Torque just kind of looks down at the map again and just kind of like scanning, uh, scanning the United Provinces section of the map before he finally looks back up and he's like, well, I guess ultimately, and I can't deny what the rest of these teachers have been saying, uh, good job, I guess. Um, y'all are alive. None of you are missing any limbs, maybe a toe or two, I don't know, but... You guys are okay uh but we're not sending you guys out on missions for a while and shang speaks up and he's like i don't believe restricting them is going to help the white lotus or the team there is far too much for us to do to keep members here intentionally and go just kind of nods and looks over to see your three reactions as to what Torque and what Shang said. Uh, while restricting us here, uh, here is not a good idea because uh, we are, as we are members, maybe uh, giving us some time to actually develop a good team exercise within the school, maybe learn some new skills. And hopefully, uh, we can do better next time when we go out in the field. And Vana speaks up and she goes, Uh, this, this was their first mission. You know, it, you can't expect a team to be built overnight and expect everything to run smoothly. Uh, you know, you? And he, she just kind of gestures to Shang and Torque and she's like, I'm sure you guys know. It takes time. Taro raises an eyebrow at that. So does Jaeger. The more time they have together, the better they'll work, you know? Okay, supposedly. And Torque just kind of nods. Uh, Shang just looks down and closes his eyes like he's just listening now. He's not really watching. And he goes... Well, Torque goes, um, I guess that's true, yeah. So... I guess we're not going to put you guys on a restricted list. Whenever the next mission comes in, we'll give you guys a shout. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Alright. And he earthbends himself up like he did the first time you guys were in this room and just kind of walks out. And uh, the rest of the other teachers start to get up, go, walks out. Vana gets up and um, 
looks at you, um, Kevin, and is just like, I'm just so glad that you guys are okay. It was, it was kind of hectic. It was a little crazy for me hearing what was going on. Sorry about that. At least you weren't kidnapped. <laughs> well, that is true. Yeah. Well, I, I just didn't want any of you to be kidnapped, but you guys were able to work as a team, actually, and get get everything straight. So, there's that. And, uh, and Sean... If, go ahead. Quick question. Sean's still there, right? Sean is still there, yeah. I want to... I want to ask him a question. Mm, okay. Oh, <laughs> boy. Because <laughs> if you think about it, none of us really talk together teachers, so... I just want to pick his brain a bit. <laughs> you can try. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Vana sees you walk over to Shang to try to talk to him, and she just kind of like 180s and walks out of the room like, well, I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, Master Sean, can I ask you a quick question? What? Ludini has access to bloodbenders, and, and I have a feeling he has access to other underground means. Do you think this might be true? A man with that much income, I am sure, has access to allies. Because we met a, a, we met a, a detective who is a very accomplished firebender who, uh, let's just say, was a real pain in the butt. He narrows his eyes and looks at you and he goes, Are you implying that every firebender knows each other? No, what I'm saying is, between this... Uh, this detective and the two guys that attacked Jaeger. Something is going on. I just feel like, um, I don't think it's a fire or anything. I just feel like they're connected to Jaeger's background. So do you have any insight on that? I wasn't there. How could I? That's checking. And I walked off. And he just kind of eyes you for like, an exceptionally long time as you walk away before he gets up and starts to walk out. And now it's just the three of you. There was a detective? <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> and with that, we'll end this episode. Yeager. Yeah, Jaeger didn't see him either. He wasn't... I guess he must have been aware of it. I don't What's remember. It? Was no, you Yang never told you. Because uh, you, Yang, and me was uh, when flying on Iro, discussed the whole thing. Aang mentioned the, the, the detective when talking to me and you. Oh yeah, Tara wouldn't have known, but yeah, Kevin's right. When you guys were, um, when you guys finally met up to figure out where to go, Yang mentioned the detective because that's how you, Jaeger found out that he threw you under the bus. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, but I, I never saw him, though. No, so, you like, never his identity is still a mystery to me. Yeah, and that was kind of where Sean was going with that, too. Like, how did, how would he know? But uh, that is where we'll end the episode, guys. And so, let's go on to our sign-off for this episode. So, everybody, thanks for making it to the end. Everybody is awesome. 
everybody is cool when they're part of a team. Living in the Jaeger dream. It's fantastic. <laughs> Living in the Jaeger dream. In the Jaeger dream. <laughs> uh, is there anything that... Let's start with you, Kevin. Has there been anything that you've been listening to this week? Anything that you've been watching? Anything that you would like to plug for any of our listeners to give any kind of attention? I'll be right back, y'all. I've been listening to, of course, Dice Benders, because I work an eight-hour shift, and I need and I need a good show to keep me going through the day. Woody Woo. And thank God it's on Apple, because the signal at my place sucks. Oh yeah, just a quick little download button, and then there you go. You do you're doing so good on that. Okay, and what about you, Taro? Is there anything that you've got to plug today? Um, I mean, shout out to like everyone that's joined the Discord lately because we've seen a lot of people, and like that's crazy, you know? Yes, yes, it's beautiful. I love seeing all these new faces in our Discord channel. Uh, we're trying to make it to where it's friendly for everybody, not just you know D&D players but it's got you know elements of uh, Magic the Gathering or like I just made a channel for food junkies because food junkies oh, need love you? too they all everybody needs a little love one way or another have you ever tried gator gator no mm-hmm. I have not I've thought about I've it I've looked at it have you ever tried I have not how's that Interesting. Um, the like rabbit kind of gamey. What? Uh, cooking right is pretty good. And I would okay. not ask you that because I love you. But have you ever tried frog legs? Don't. Anyway, so oh, we're no. gonna. Don't <laughs> uh, We're gonna kill Kevin's character off screen real quick. Uh, so episode, episode whatever is just gonna have uh, Taro and Jaeger. So prepare for that, guys. It's the dream team. It's, it's yeah, the band of two. <laughs> Shout out to the two crew, right? Um, <laughs> you're good. So, we've got ourselves a five-star review on Apple Podcasts that I would like to read out to everybody. How does that sound? That's awesome. All right. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Don Bewley. He wrote this quite a while ago, but we just started doing this to give the endings some nice little pizzazz. Uh, Don Yuli wrote Bending brought to life in TTRPG. I'm a big fan of the ATLA and Legend of Korra series, and this honors that in the best way. The characters continue the story sometime after LOK series concludes, and a new avatar is yet to be found. The cast is fun, the GM personal, and the music selection really makes it feel alive. Thank you, Don, for that. Uh, I haven't done my plug, so I guess I will plug you to do that um hex grid heroes guys if there's anybody out there that loves sci-fi that loves adventure that loves sci-fi adventure that loves story sci-fi adventure everything like that check out hex grid heroes you can find that on spotify uh you can find that on apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts uh it's such a fantastic series uh to listen to and that was for you, Don. Don is also a side note for everybody. He is the monologue voice in the beginning of our episodes. Yeah, because he's a cool he's a cool noodle. We all love Don, him. you're so cool. I love you, Don. Thank you, Don. Hey, my middle name is named after you. Like my real name. My real middle name. 
Your real, your IRL middle name? My IRL middle name is Dawn. The IRLMN? Yeah, my IRLM. Earl, Earl, anyway, I'm not gonna. Yeah, uh-huh. With that, guys, I guess we'll just say subscribe for more shenanigans. Now Craig has to go. <laughs> Bye, Daddy. Bye, Craig.